If there's one thing I know for sure, it's that I'm going to say a little bit too much. This is Oversharing with me, Erica Shea. Well, welcome back to another episode of Oversharing. This is going to be a particularly Oversharing-ish episode because you may have noticed that there was no episode last week and that was because I really needed to take a personal week in the sense of the podcast. I I really thought about recording an episode that had nothing to do with what was going on in my life, but frankly, I didn't have it in me. If you follow me on TikTok, you definitely know what's been going on. If you follow me on Instagram, you may have started to like pick up on it. Um, Same with Twitter. But I haven't just kind of, I haven't publicly acknowledged it, which is silly because you guys, I understand that I'm not like a public figure at all. But, um, you know, I did let a lot of people into my world through this and through the radio show I work on. Um, uh, The relationship I was in is no longer. We broke up. And I've been really, really, really hurting and struggling. Um, I'm not going to like sugarcoat that. I don't think that sugarcoating anything is really the way to get through this episode because the reason I'm even opening up about this is because it's so easy with the way the world is today and the way social media is to just, it would have been easier for me to just never say something and someday just start talking about dating again and let you all figure out what happened. But that is going about it in, I guess that's going about it from the place of, I feel embarrassed that it ended. And I feel embarrassed that I let so many people into not into my relationship I mean I I didn't talk about it that much on here but I opened up about it a lot um and there is like a really strong feeling of embarrassment that I am having that really sucks because I'm not embarrassed about him I'm actually really really proud of the person I have found I'm drawn to And I think for a really long time, I was picking people who were incredibly emotionally unavailable and who weren't willing to commit and never wanted to really actually be in a relationship. And that obviously wasn't the case um, with him. Um, We were long distance. And unfortunately, that just doesn't... As it turns out, it's not for everyone. So... The only reason, I mean, again, the reason I'm opening up about this is because I don't want to pretend like everything's fine. I don't want to sit here and pretend like my life is so great and like I don't deal with things when the whole reason I started this podcast was so that people would feel less alone. And it's so easy these days to look at everyone around us and be like, they're perfect. Their lives are great. They have these great jobs. They're living, you know, they're dating these great people or they're married or they're whatever it is. And I just don't want to be another person who isn't letting you into the whole story Um, as hard as it is to talk about and as much as I've really spent the last week and a half processing a lot. Um, I had to, this is, this is a part of the processing too, because I have to continue to tell people and continue to be real about what happened in order for me to accept it. It was really hard for me to understand how we went from truly the best relationship I've ever been in to breaking up so quickly. And I guess where I want to start is I understand it wasn't a super long relationship and I didn't fill you guys in on it immediately. And 
on this po- again on this podcast I didn't go into details about it. Um, I did talk with my friend Alana on the podcast, seeing other people quite a bit about the relationship. And actually, we had recorded that um, when he and I were not even official yet. And part of me was like horrified that that podcast was released. And then literally within a week, we were broken up. However, I listened to that podcast. And even when he and I were having kind of a rocky moment, I listened to that podcast and I was proud of everything I said. I stand by everything I said. In no way is my ex, which is the first time I'm calling him that. um, So that's a bit weird. In no way is he a bad person. I wouldn't even say that he necessarily did much wrong. Um, So if you do want to know more about the really great side of our relationship, I encourage you to go listen to that episode. It was a beautiful relationship that really changed me in a lot of ways. And I'm trying not to cry this episode. I may. It is what it is. I'm not sugarcoating it. Um, it, it was a really great relationship and I feel like it will be the standard for my future because I felt loved and supported and cared for and heard and understood. And I've never felt that understood by another man. So I totally encourage you to go listen to that episode. It's Seeing Other People is the podcast. Um, Alana Dunn is my friend who I did the episode with. And I think what's so beautiful is I know someday I'll be able to listen back to that episode. Obviously not right now, but we talked a lot about the hope for people who just aren't having luck dating. And we talked about meeting people in other cities and a bit about long distance. And I know that you'll hear so much happiness in my voice. So... I want people to know like it was such a great time in my life. Um, And it'll, you know, someday I'll be fine again and I'll be able to listen to that podcast and listen to myself, give myself advice about having hope and understanding that there are still really good people out there. And, you know, sometimes it doesn't have to be the most logical thing in the world, but sometimes when you feel really strongly for someone, you should, you should just be with them. And I wish that everyone I ever met felt the exact same way as me. And I wish that everyone I ever dated had the capacity for distance the way that I do. I am able to connect with people so much over the phone and over FaceTime and through text message. And I think that's part of why I do what I do. I'm on the radio every day. I'm talking to you guys every week because I connect through this. And I guess I just learned that not not everyone is able to feel connected that way. And that, again, that doesn't make him a bad person. Um, it was just distance is hard. And unless you can really figure out a way and a schedule that it becomes easier, it's just, it's not for everyone. And I'm saying this begrudgingly. I, I don't want to accept that, you guys. I feel really let down. And I had this entire idea of what my future looked like. And unfortunately, that picture of what I thought my future looked like is is not reality anymore. Um, So it does feel like a whole... I know, again, I understand it was a shorter relationship. 
But I think that what I really want you guys to take away or one of the things I want you to take away is that you shouldn't judge people for their short relationships. Um, Or what I mean by that is like, don't tell a friend who dated a guy for, you know, a couple weeks, a couple months, whatever. Like, oh, get over it. It wasn't that long. Like, it doesn't matter. I've now learned it does not matter. It can be incredibly impactful. It can change the entire shape of what you thought you wanted. And it can take a lot of time to heal. Like, I don't know when I will feel like myself again. And that's such a, that's scary because I really felt probably the happiest I'd ever been for um, a period of time there. So to kind of have all of that crumble and realize I have to start from the ground up again is so hard and and disappointing and I find myself getting pretty angry like once a day because I just feel like my future was taken away from me that I thought I had but I don't even know who I'm angry at like I'm not angry at myself I'm not angry at him I'm just I mean I guess I'm a little angry at him (laughs) but I'm just kind of angry that you know, it it's not easy. And it's sometimes I'm like, why is dating so much harder for me than it feels like it is for other people? And why do I meet really great people who either can't commit or do commit and then realize distance is too hard? So instead of sitting here and hashing out every reason I'm like on the verge of a breakdown, I actually want to talk to you guys a little bit about things that have been helping me And again, I don't have the answers. I am deeply hurting, but I'm trying to find ways that I can at least make the hurt either go away for some periods of time or make sense or find ways to channel like the pain I'm feeling into something else. So the number one thing I'm going to tell you is you can't just like fast forward through the pain. And unfortunately, there's no real telling how long the pain will last. I will say... A week ago, I felt like I was never going to recover from this. Today, I feel like maybe I'll never recover from this. So I do know that obviously it gets better and there are things that help. And I think one of the biggest things is I I really believe that when you go through a breakup, the first thing you have to do is tell people. You can't just hold it in. You can't just pretend it's not happening. So I immediately... Um, called or t- texted two of my best friends, then texted a third. One of them said, call me. So I called them. Then I called my mom. Then I told my sisters, like I had to almost get it out there so that I wasn't just sitting with the pain on my own. And then the next day I texted a couple more people. Like it just felt really important that I made sure people knew because I knew I needed support. I needed people to check in on me. I needed to know I wasn't totally alone in that moment. Um, and the second piece of that is, yeah, the support. One of the friends immediately said, okay, well too bad. I understand you're sad, but you're not canceling our plans tonight and we're going to go to dinner and we're going to be fine. And it was like, if you're sad, you're sad. It's fine. But it helped so much to get my mind off of it just for a couple hours even. Um, but I will say doing that, distracting yourself is incredible. I think it's so important because you can't feel like this is all you are now. But the pain the next day is often doubled down. So 
definitely keep people around you who you can talk about it with and who you feel okay. Like if I cry, I cry. Um, cause you know, you never know when you're going to maybe break down a little bit, but it is so important to have those people around you and just for people to know so they can be aware and check on you and make sure you're eating, which is a really big thing. And I'm so beyond fortunate that actually my two older sisters by the end of last weekend said, F it, we're coming to San Diego next weekend. So they were just here the last couple of days and it was so nice because I knew at any moment I could say, oh my God, I need to talk about it. And we did talk about it for a bit. We like hashed it out and then we kind of just had fun and it would randomly come up here and there, but it wasn't the focus of our weekend. And if I had been here alone, I know I would have just laid on the couch and ordered Postmates and drank wine and probably cried all weekend. And as much as I really believe that you have to have those days and you have to give yourself the grace to be like, wow, this evening really sucks. I'm, you know, I'm really unhappy right now. Um, You also need to make sure that you leave the house and like go for a walk, go work out, go to the grocery store. It's just, it's like the little things that make you feel like a normal human that you have to keep doing. And I'm not really someone who loves when people do other things for me. It makes me kind of uncomfortable. But I think going through a breakup is the time in your life that you have to just accept that you're going to have to, you're going to have to accept like the help and you're gonna have to accept people doing things for you. Cause I was like uncomfortable with my sisters being like, no, we're coming to town. I mean, one is pregnant and has a one-year-old and the other had just been out of town. Like she's always on the go. She always does things for other people. And I, I didn't want to say yes, but I also knew how much it was going to matter to me and it mattered a lot. So thank you to my sisters for being there because I know I would have cried a lot more this weekend if they hadn't been. Um, Another thing I've been doing that sucks, by the way, but is honestly maybe one of the pieces that I've been really proud of how I've handled this. Um, I would say this is probably the most mature way I've handled a breakup before. But instead of texting him, I'm writing notes in my phone. Um, I put the date and what I wanted to say. And there's already things that I'm so glad I didn't say to him (laughs) Um, in that moment. But it's just kind of a way to log like how you're feeling. Like while my sisters were here, I didn't add a single note to my phone. And that just tells me like the distraction definitely works. Were there three on the day they left? Yeah, because I told you the grief doubles down and you're left to your own thoughts again and you're left to be processing everything again. But I'm really, I really think that that is such a good trick because of course you want to text this person. They were someone you spoke to every day for however long of time. They were so intertwined in your life. They were such a big part of not only your past, but also they were a part of like what you thought your future was. So being able to feel like you're getting it out without actually having to text them, because I don't think that's healthy. Um, it's been really, really helpful for me. And I've also been listening to a lot of music and letting myself just feel the feels. And you know, guys, Taylor Swift came out with a new album literally one week after it happened. And God bless Taylor Allison Swift, okay? Um, I think having a couple friends who you know at any point in the day you can text and be like, ugh, is so great. Um, 
I have two friends in particular that I will just will be in the middle of a conversation. I'll randomly be like, I'm freaking pissed off or like I'm so sad or I just randomly broke down crying. And I think that they understand that like these days will pass, but I do need some sort of outlet for that right now. And it is so funny. I say that right after being like, God bless Taylor Allison Swift, because I keep just randomly telling them like this song really like explains what I'm feeling or like this lyric makes me sick or whatever. And they just get it. They know it. You know, they're also listening to the album because if you're not, what are you doing? Um, but I just know that having people who really understand that you just need to be able to have a sounding board, even if they don't have good advice, they don't need to have good advice. They don't need to give advice at all if I don't ask for it. But just knowing that I can reach out to them and be like, I'm in so much pain uh, is so helpful. So if you're going through, you know, a breakup of any kind, um, make sure you find someone that you can talk to about it because it's such an isolating feeling. And I mentioned like feeling a little embarrassed before. I'm really embarrassed that I, I was all in and I feel like I let so many people know just how all in I was. And I just, I wasn't scared to say it because I really believed it. I really believed that it, it, this was it. Um, he knows that we've talked about that. That's not, uh, you know, news to him. I also don't think he's going to be listening to this. So we're fine there. Um, but I think also just remember, like, it's okay to be sad and it's okay if you need the people around you to know that you're sad and, it's so hard because you don't want to just become someone who sits on the couch and cries and cries for weeks on end, but you also can't ignore the grief and you can't, you can't stop the processing from happening. I have so many more questions today than I did the day we broke up, but you know, maybe I'll have answered some of them for myself by tomorrow, or maybe I'll have answered some of them for myself by a month from now. Um, I haven't even really been able to think about what my life looks like without him. And I know someday I'll be ready to think about that and to think about dating, but it is, it's really shocking. It's um, surprising the way that it, it only takes a little bit of time and you, um, you really start to be able to picture life with someone when they're a good person and when you're compatible and when you feel great. So if you're at all in this position where you're like, I don't know where to turn. I don't know what, I don't know what tomorrow looks like. Uh, or I don't know what next week or next month, or I, I thought the holidays would include them. Just know like one day at a time and you're not alone. And even when everyone else seems to be posting about their perfect relationships. No one's perfect. And we, I wish we would all share more about the things that are hard in our relationships because even good relationships have hard talks and hard times. And I just didn't want anyone to feel like I didn't grieve this. And I didn't want to someday just start talking about other people and never give a real snapshot of what it's like to feel just like real sadness over it. Um, because we just, all we do is 
put out highlight reels. And I know like on my TikTok and things, I make a lot of jokes out of it. Cause it's, it's like the only way I can process everything when I'm around other people or when I, you know, like at work, I, ju- I just have to flip a switch and be a version of myself that is as close to happy and normal as I can. And when I'm around people, I, I do make jokes about it because it's the only way that I can handle being around people and talking about it without totally breaking down. Um, so that's where I'm at. And I don't want, like, if you're still here listening to this ramble, thank you. I didn't make this episode because I wanted you all to feel sorry for me. And I, I don't even need you to reach out. Just listening and supporting the show is absolutely enough. Um, I just feel like I, if I'm going to share my whole life with you, I have to share my whole life with you. And I had talked a lot about kind of how I'd been having anxiety the last couple episodes. And unfortunately, that anxiety was a lot of realizing I had something so great to lose. And God, I mean, I've, I need more therapy on this, but I do think it's quite possible. It's like the bad manifestation. Like when you know what's at stake, how do you avoid being fearful of losing it? Um, unfortunately, my fears came true. So there's that. But you know, in ways, obviously that anxiety has gone away. Unfortunately, the anxiety of will I be alone forever? Am I too hard to love? All of those things has come back. But, you know, we all have to learn how to deal with our stuff. And I'm just unfortunately learning another lesson I didn't really want to learn, which is that not everyone can be exactly like me and not everyone can relate to things And not everyone can handle long distance the way I can. And maybe next time don't be so worried about losing something amazing because you might have pushed it away with that. But um, yeah, I don't want anyone to feel like this is like me asking for help. The people in my life who I'm asking for help from are very aware that I've asked for help from them. And um, I know I will be okay. But it does, it pisses me off a little bit that I have to go through this kind of hurt again. And it's a completely different, a different pain than I probably ever expected. I think this was my first real mature adult relationship where I saw a future. Um, And I've seen, I've thought I've seen a future with people before, but it really shocks you when it becomes more of like a reality. Uh, And then it goes away. So it is a different kind of pain and a different kind of breakup for me. And I don't know. I don't, I don't regret anything. I'm, I'm so happy that I was all in because when you get burned, sometimes you worry that you'll never really feel comfortable to be all in with someone again. But, um, at least I think I, I do have a lot of capacity to love and, Hopefully someday it just, it finds a place to live. So that's what I'm going to leave you on. I hope that if you're going through anything like this, that you feel a little less alone and you know that no one's life is perfect and we're all dealing with things. And I also hope more than that, that no one's going through what I'm going through right now. Cause man, it is physically painful and you forget that it can be, but I love you guys very much. 
I hope to be back to a little less sad content next week. And um, in time, I'm definitely going to do another fuller episode about, you know, the ways that have really helped me heal and move on and, uh, you know, all of that. But I love you guys very much. And thanks for sitting through this ramble. And I will talk to you next week.